0: And we welcome you inside another edition of the Hoop Ball Sacramento Kings podcast. My name is Sam Comenti, alongside, as always, the incomparable, the all-knowing Jill Adge. On this Wednesday episode, we're halfway through the week. I'm excited for the weekend. I'm excited for Kings basketball on Friday back in Sacktown. I'll be at the game, the debut of the new uniforms. Uh, perfect time to go to a game, I'd say. Uh, and we're going to talk about in this episode, the Pistons win on Monday, the game tonight. Against Minnesota, the last game of the road trip in Minneapolis, uh, and then preview our Friday show. But we'll we'll start out with the Pistons. Jill King snapped the four game losing streak. Glory to God! They won uh, one twenty nine to one oh seven. They beat a shit team um, pretty easily too. And we also got to see Marvin Bagley for extended minutes. Coincidence?
1: And I yeah, think not. Well, yeah, I mean, it's it's hard <laughs> for me to think it's a coincidence when literally both teams took their two players that have been vocal about not being out. happy with minutes. Um, and for the Pistons, you had a uh, Diallo who signed as a free agent there. He was traded from OKC to the Pistons last year, got a lot of run with them to end, to end the season played really well with them and then signed a two year deal with them. And now he's riding the bench, right? And so he's been unhappy and there was a, a segment at, Um, the game like I think two weeks ago um, where he didn't refuse to go in the game like he went in and played but he like verbally you know gave his frustration on the bench right Um, and the general manager Troy Weaver came up and got him from the bench and they went into the tunnel and like had a discussion or whatever Um, like they both said there wasn't like any big deal but I think it was a that's me expressing like Right, I'm not happy. Um, Yeah, and people in Detroit like didn't seem that shocked by it because it's a young guy who just signed his contract and he's like, right, he's like, he's pissed. He could have signed probably somewhere else, maybe, and who knows what was promised, right? But again, at the end of the day, you gotta you gotta work what you earn, right? Um,
0: Y'all, 23, so yeah, very
1: young. And so, um, he's been on two bad teams, right? And so he hadn't played. Since the very beginning of November, you know, since that and all of a sudden he plays. So like I don't buy that. That's I mean, they've gotten blown out in the last two weeks where he would have had ample opportunity to go into any of those games and didn't. And now he came in on this game. So I I mean, I thought it was interesting that the both guys came in very interesting. Until I'm shown otherwise, I have no reason not like to think it was anything other than a showcase. Now, if they're going to go play these guys regularly, then okay, maybe, maybe not. But right. in terms of both of them having their first game played hmm, against each other, when they both have been linked to each other, you know,
0: and then the 3rd third... they're going
1: to have to prove me, prove to me. It wasn't, <laughs> it wasn't that. Yeah. So
0: and the third piece of that too, which is more of us than like actual rumors, but Jeremy Grant, who a lot yeah. of Kings fans would say they would like in return in some sort of return. Um, if they were to trade Bagley to Detroit, he did not play well. Yeah, he game. had in a, a really yeah. rough game, three of ten, seven points, same amount of points that Marvin Bagley had. So yeah, it was just a weird game, and with those sub stories happening with Bagley suddenly playing almost twenty minutes, then yeah, Diallo, a talented, freakishly athletic, uh, he was in the dunk contest, was he not? With OKC, he did.
1: He yeah he. Did.
0: Yeah, he mm-hmm. did. I don't think he won. I don't usually pay attention to the dunk no, contest. He it's did a bunch like, of random
1: the, guys. Um, I think he dunked over Shaq. Like he did the whole like Superman thing Classic. and then, and then yeah. brought him out. Um, But yeah, like, and then I know, I mean, right. The coach is going to not tell you at the showcase. They're going to say, oh, we wanted the not. height for the rebounding. Well, I know he was rusty, but he got you three rebounds in 17 minutes. So, mm-hmm. I mean, if that's what you were bringing it in for. Nope. That's not what you saw. So again, like, again, we got to see, you know, we'll continue to watch to see what happens, but yeah. If he plays tonight, you can't sell me. like That's what it was. And then it didn't happen.
0: If he plays tonight again, then I'm starting to get a little bit of a different opinion, but I don't, I don't expect him to play tonight. Marvin Bagley. He was plus eight, you know, for the numbers people out there for you, Jill. Uh, He was in positive. I think most of the uh, team were positive in this game. All the starters plus buddy heel off the bench. Uh, We're in double digit scoring. Shemezi Metsu had a double, double 16 points, 10 rebounds. I believe furthering my case for why he should be the starting power forward and will be the starting power forward going forth. Uh, And then Terrence Davis, Moe Harkless, Jill. I don't know if Moe Harkless is still kind of not feeling hundred percent, but Terrence Davis is in the doghouse completely. And Moe Harkless supposedly seemingly is as well. Neither of them played in this game.
1: Yeah. I know they had said before that, um, harkless was going through some sort of illness or something but i mean again like it's hard to know you never really get a, you know a full story with this group and if they were no. going if they were going length in a showcase then you're not going to put harkless in you're going to put bagley in right so again like until we see this stuff extended it's but this is this was the first time for mo but this i mean kind of recently but this isn't the first time we've seen for terrence davis being right um you know, out. the bummer. And if, you know, Luke's doing what Luke's doing. Um, if we're to believe to try and keep his job, you know, I don't know. I think anything's possible at this point. If that's, if that's really true or not who, I mean, who knows?
0: Listen, I it's obviously hindsight's 2020. So. It's always easy to look back and question it. But as I'm looking back at it now, I I wish the Kings had just kept Dylan right on the roster and then let Davis go and just use the money there, Payton, DeLon Wright, because um, he was already under contract. He was on the team. Terrence Davis, of course, was a restricted free agent. They chose for Davis they to come Had they not
1: back. known they were going to get homes, I 100% agree. But I still sure. think that there could have been better people out there than TD. Or than that. Well, well, so TD was pretty light. cheap. Um, but Two at years, that six, time, no. what's interesting to me is you that same time they also thought they were getting the buddy heel trade with montrez harrell and so that necessarily wouldn't move really fit with i mean that would have been your thompson replacement right like <laughs> you would have been having trez out there so i would have there's loved just that. so many like i know um and working watching for Washington the
0: wizards Center yeah just, there you go um,
1: between the coach i wanted and the, the trade players wanted. we were supposed like to get i mean it's just double whammy so you know yeah kudos to them we'll see if it if it stays but hey, in the east they're playing well on both ends yeah. of the court so in the east you, know, you can win 37 games
0: chance. and you'd be in the playoffs.
1: Yeah uh, but what I do think is interesting based on the the numbers looking at um yes please cleaning the glass uh you know when for the stat wise um it, the expected um based on the numbers that the kings have put up their expected um uh record is seven and seven so I mean they're not far off that at this point so i mean Six and eight right now you know yeah we'll, we'll see how it uh how it keeps going but um
0: yeah there's i mean yeah
1: it, at least based on the stats you're putting up they're kind of right where they should be it assumes that they would be yeah
0: stats don't lie uh and so. speaking of more stats just looking at this game again you're playing detroit it's hard to really take anything too seriously from this game um but they shot well from three and then didn't shoot a like they're, they're shooting Jaeger level amount of threes. Like how many they would yeah. do when Jaeger was the coach, which was between 25 and 30. They had 33 attempts, made 16 of them. That's almost 50%. That's great. Uh, 11 steals. That was, I, I don't know. It's gotta be up there in terms of season high for steals. Cause I feel like they haven't been very good st- with steals. Julie, I could be wrong there on the defensive yeah, I'll end. I'll
1: look, but I, the other thing I was going to say about that is at these current numbers, with their expected win right now in 82 game season is 40.9. So with these current number, with these current numbers that we've all kind of been, you know, hot and cold over, um, that's, that's their expected. And with the roster that we also feel is depleted. So again, if you could, you know, keep climbing and, you know, make some, make some moves, um, that can go up.
0: (laughs) Bring us Louis King. Bring us the king. Uh, Bagley's performance, though, obviously we touched on it. Do you think he did anything to impress Detroit? Really? Well, he had the alley-oop dunk. That was pretty clean. But I don't I don't I didn't see him do anything. I,
1: um. I mean, I don't I don't think like. Yeah, I don't think so. I think you kind of know what you're getting at this point. He
0: was rusty, um, right? Obviously.
1: Yeah. I mean, and, you know, you're like he didn't do anything different than what like he didn't you know it's not like oh my gosh look at assist numbers went up oh my gosh look at this no. like I didn't see the anything different better, you know what I mean like you're not getting different what'd you say
0: sorry I said the pace seemed like it was better oh no that no no. Was...
1: I meant him individually right like, no, I'm you know you're not gonna port. like you're not gonna get, like he he's not doing things that like he different than what we've already seen mm-hmm. For two years, like individually, I'm talking about like for development wise, anything like that, like I'm not coming in expecting him to be
0: suddenly have a right hand,
1: a different player, have a right hand, like pass the ball around. Like, I don't know, someone did something on like his thing on every time he caught the ball, like did it move or pass? And it was like, he passed it to someone that got passed right back. Like that, like that was the extent of like the, so, I mean, it's, you're getting what you're getting, you knowing, you know, what you're getting. It's not, I mean, so in that sense, like, I don't think Detroit would have seen anything that they didn't already. Know. True. No. So again, Did, it, I mean, we'll see if moved. he plays tonight. I, I don't, maybe, I don't know, but Minnesota is a taller team. So
0: and they have a lot of length in yeah. some
1: areas. I mean, Vanderbilt's no joke towns is no joke reads no joke mcdaniels i mean so
0: yeah and it, um, it's
1: like i don't want to see tristan thompson going out there against vanderbilt like sorry I. I mean i'm gonna be mad if he keeps throwing that out there because i don't i don't i yeah this seems like at least it. a len or a jones game like i i mean if i will not be happy <laughs> if he's throwing tristan thompson out there against the Wolves. Sorry, Thompson like.
0: meant met, made sense against Trey Lyles and then Isaiah Stewart. Those are guys, centers that are thick in like 6'10, 6'9, which that's about how tall Thompson is. So that matchup made sense. But yeah, Vanderbilt, McDaniels, Reed, those guys are like a little taller and lengthier and bouncier. I mean, they're bagly
1: right. built, so, kind of. Um, so, or length. So, I mean, again, like it's Or I want to see some, some size.
0: So. The pace was fantastic though. I, I do have to, I did say that already. Um, and it because we haven't what, seen
1: Len the last couple games, like we at haven't. All. We so haven't. that's why I'm like, to me, he's been putting Thompson in over Len. Like that's mm. where, so, I mean, maybe he'll go Bagley over Len, but I, I don't know. I don't know. I doubt it, but I don't know. No, yeah. I mean,
0: I don't know with Len. I don't know what his concept is with him. It seems to be the bigger guy. It's hard to know at this out. point.
1: Like, like I go bears on the court changes. Yeah, you put Len. So uh,
0: Detroit know. missed a lot of shots. Uh, so they the Kings were able to run and gun a little bit more, but and that's not going to happen every game. Of course, where teams going to shoot so poorly like Detroit did, but I do wish the Kings would just try and do that more often because they're so much better a team when they even if they even if they're taking it out of the basket, you know, taking it off a, off a made shot and pushing it. They have guys that can run. They have good passers. I mean, Metsu has shown to be a pretty viable guy and passing the ball and facilitating which is and he has been
1: since the g league i think that's such an underrated part of his game Mm -hmm. um smart player in the olympics he was making buying the back passes like i mean it's we we see it but like it's almost like we don't believe it and then we keep seeing it so it's like it very well should continue to be thing. and one thing i love is when he gets a rebound his head like he's already looking up yeah like to go out and you saw multiple transition plays off of a rebound that he got, or he was, you know, breaking. Um, And so I want to keep seeing more of that. Cause that's the stuff, right. Where, I mean, you've seen Walton yell at them, like go run. And so I do like that he's not stopping and looking around. Like he's at least being smart while like looking up. And if it's not there, then he passes it to, um, you know.
0: Him and Tyrese on the court together is just, and Rashawn. Uh are, are those guys are just always go, you know, 110% every moment. And that's what makes it so much fun. That's I guess my biggest peppy with Mo Harkless was smart player, but like didn't excite me in anything. Nothing about Mo Harkless excites and
1: me. And that's and that's he's never not who going he is. to. Yeah, I mean, yeah. even on the Pistons team, I mean uh on the Blazers team, like yeah. it's funny seeing their fans now still like pissed that he's gone because he was part of that Western conference team. Right. And he, like I told you, he reminds me of that Royce O'Neal well, Royce O'Neal is, I think he's averaging like eight this season, mm-hmm. but his average is like four normally, like four points a game. Like it's, it's not there, but he plays an integral part of allowing, you know, that offense to work while playing defense. And he's not flashy and it's not going to be great, but on a good team, mm-hmm. like
0: like the Blazers of that, you know, it keeps,
1: it keeps the, the wheels moving. Right. And like on the Blazers, they, you have CJ and Dane, you don't need him to do anything else. Like he's out there to take so that they're not having to necessarily kind of bust their ass on defense. Right. Like he was able to, um, to take over some of those guarding, uh, stuff for them. And so on a, on a, I mean, a not great team, like it's not going to be flashy and it's not going to be fun. Right. And so but why it kind of worked last year off the bench, right? Like that, he worked well in defense off the bench. Um, and so, again, like, as you know, I love Metu and stuff too, but I also know like he, we've seen him thrive off our bench before too. That um, I still think that the status quo needs to be, you know, isn't there and it still needs to, mm-hmm. you know, no discredit to Metu, but the team still does need more talent. Like, I oh, mean, yeah. Point yeah, Metu's not um, the answer but to all I love, But I love, for him, like, he has stepped in, regardless if you're playing good teams or bad, he has stepped in and done exactly what you've asked of him, and that's all that that kid can do, right? Mm-hmm. And so, kudos to him for being ready, staying ready, and producing when you're out there. That's, that's all you can do as a player. And it's so, te- will it continue? To- I mean, I hope so, but... Yeah,
0: no, don't we all? It's a testament to the power of development and being patient and going yeah. through the g league like he did he was a second round pick by the spurs out of usc uh very developmental very raw and then of course and they the nigerian his
1: athleticism right
0: the nigerian national team which you've touched on over the summer yep. he was huge on that team and so you know hard work pays off being patient pays off he's still only 24 years old but it took him a little bit which is the same you could expect for guys current second round picks of the kings ramsey Woodard. Those guys what, what, uh, Ramsey's 20 years old. He is so right. young. And they're he having the a,
1: second youngest player in the in yeah. the draft last year. Like no, yes, extremely exactly. young. Yeah.
0: Uh, and extremely talented as a scorer. I still think he needs to obviously I like that he's up with the team, but I've talked about all these, you know, between King and Woodard and who's going down to G League, he should be in the G League running quite a bit because that's the guy that needs the most experience, most seasoning. Yeah. And he could be then and a very good man. player off the bench.
1: And Woodard's not taking advantage of
0: Woodard's his not the G
1: League right now. Poor guy. Like, I don't know what's going Honestly, I have no idea what's going on with that. Um,
0: Kings supplanted him as a I just like thought he would be, I thought young guy. coming
1: in, like, I thought he would be better than it was. But you, I mean, you never know with any picker with second round. Like, we just talk about um, patience.
0: Yeah. He's, he's still young. But,
1: um, but at some point with this team too, they have to figure out. Um there is a certain point where you can say, okay, it's not working. And if you can utilize that roster spot, like, you know, mm. to me, if it's you're not looking like it much, if anything. it's um, yeah. So I, I do hope that he figures out what, whatever is going on, but, um, and then King, I guess we find, we found out why he's not up here. Like when we all thought not that they ever announced it, but he's, you know, we had talked about this last time. Uh, yeah. He had hurt himself a couple games ago, and so he's still out. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's it's nice to see them, you know, at least get those minutes where they weren't getting last year. So that's that's huge. But I mean, you look at a guy like on the Warriors too, right? Um, Gary Payton the second, because um, there's a Gary Payton Junior. and a Gary Payton the second. I don't know if you knew that. So it's like oh, you have to spend like, there. He is, but it's if, if, if go just go Google it. There's okay. like a whole rabbit now hole I'm of there are two of them. <laughs> um, yeah.
0: Okay. That was my
1: reaction to Yeah. I, I went down rabbit hole and it totally confused me. And I was like, wait, he has two sons named that like what? I don't. So yeah, I, yeah, I don't know. No, I'll, I'll do my own research yeah. on that. Um, and so, um, they specified, make sure you say Gary Payton, the second, not junior for, I mean, I don't know. So, Gary Payton second, but he spent like eight years, right? Oh, going yeah. through the G League so and doing long. all that. And you know what I mean? Taking advantage of his opportunity. So to me, I never count anybody out. Like, that's the thing. That's what I love about this. Like, it, it works in some places. It does not in others. And take advantage, you know, when it's given to you. And it's awesome to see for these guys that have put in um, such hard work for it to, you know, to see something yeah. and, you know what I mean? Like I, I put this up extremely small, um, sample size, right. And what is, is it two, two or three games, three games, two games, three games that he started now,
0: two.
1: three, two. two or three against two bad teams. Right. But Under I mean,
0: and, yeah. regardless
1: of who you're playing, do your job. Right. And so in the small sample size with Metu starting with them, their offensive rating is, 111.9, and their defensive rating is 89.8. So, again, just continue to do what you're doing. And I, I mean, again, I'll say this small sample size because with Harkless at the beginning of the year, they had the same defensive rating, right? Like that lineup. How was their with offensive him, rating um, Lower. It wasn't as high, but it wasn't like it still wasn't bad. Yeah. I mean, it was maybe like 108, 109 or something like that, not much different. Um, but again, like regardless of who you're playing, just do what you're supposed to do, and right, it was small sample size, and then they were having trouble, and they needed a spark, they needed these things. You went to somebody else; they did their job. The last two games, exactly what they were supposed to do. So, um, again, whoever's called upon, hopefully, just keep doing, um,
0: do your part, do your being job, asked,
1: and that's that's all we can.
0: Heda has been playing point. really well as, as well in um, yeah. in the G League. We haven't mentioned him, but. He looks good. He's very versatile yeah. for a big did man. Did you see
1: that one steal and dunk he had where I he did. literally stole and then he like took control of the ball. I mean, just after half court, it was one dribble and then he ducked it. Like it took him 7-1. one dribble to get like in that whole half court set. Like, I mean, that's a big man. <laughs>
0: yeah, Talk about someone that's very raw, but very talented and tantalizing with what he can do. He mm-hmm. put huge numbers in a small conference in college at a small college. Actually, he was at, was it UC Davis? Where's no, I'm sorry. Um, where did Kata play? Uh,
1: Utah state,
0: Utah state. I always, I look at them and I think they they look like UC Davis, but I knew that wasn't right. Uh, Utah state. It's yeah. How many people idea. know anyone from Utah state? I dare you to figure out somebody. Uh, Cause Kuzma was Utah. I believe the, the Yates, but uh, we're going to get to the Minnesota game here in a second. What I wanted to do first, Jill, um, was uh, we, we've talked about in the past on this podcast as almost like a little spin off of your Jill's water cooler to try and when we can, when there's something that interests us, we do a, a today in history, ideally relation towards the Kings, because um, this is a Kings podcast that would make most sense. Um, but every date doesn't always have something of relevance. And today, November 17th, did not have anything that I felt was worth sharing about the Kings. Even the Timberwolves, I looked at them and figured, is there anything they could, they did on this date? Uh, no. So, Instead, we're just going to do a very broad, for the first time, a today in history. And this is a today in NBA history. And this one just made me laugh. Uh, it was the funniest one of the options. So on this day, 21 years ago, 2000, Jason Kidd, playing for the Phoenix Suns, ties the NBA record for turnovers with 14 and a loss to the New York Knicks, which is kind of funny and uh, you know shows that all, not all stats are good stats, of course. Not all records are good ones. But who he tied with creates this whole other like storyline because he tied with John Drew, who was a small forward for the Atlanta Hawks and the Utah Jazz in the 70s and 80s, who is known for the NBA record in turnovers, obviously tied with Jason Kidd. But then the other thing he's known for, <laughs> unfortunately, this guy's known for all the wrong things. because uh, he was a good player. He was a two-time All-star. But he was the first player ever banned from the NBA by David Stern for violating the drug policy that David Stern enacted and created in the seventies. The, um, the, I forget the technical term for it. Uh, cause Tyra Evans was banned substance abuse policy.
1: Oh, substance. Yeah. I was
0: like, I'm missing a, the word substance abuse policy that David Stern created in the seventies. Uh, John drew was the first victim of it. He was a, he was addicted. I um, shouldn't laugh. Um, he was addicted to Coke, uh, a very seventies, eighties storyline yeah. there, but he was a Coke addict. First person to get banned. Um, and like I said, Tyree Gavins was obviously banned uh, most recently in the NBA for his substance abuse issue. Uh, but yeah, that's that's the day in history is Jason Kidd having a crap ton of turnovers and then tying with a guy who will yeah. live in NBA infamy forever for not good things.
1: So poor John yeah. Drew. That's that's crazy. Yeah, I I'm do not sure have one for for the Kings. Oh, you do? Yeah. Um, but I will say it's it's because we won't have a podcast on the t- eleven twenty 1120 or eleven twenty three. It's the this road is the losing streak. isn't it? I can. I already know it. And so for for people that don't know this or think that this is the worst it's been, let me yep. tell you for the for one of, of us Jill. that have been following for you know since the beginning, um, November twentieth, nineteen ninety. Okay. So that's right the the start of a I mean that's a month into you know a this season, Saturday so yeah right? obviously we won't so, be so on... yes so that season so this is two years now okay five, five, years, five years five years into into the Kings' existence they they've already seen the Kings score four points in a quarter the lowest you know period of production uh, since the introduction of the shot clock like they've had bad things happen right but. November 20th, 1990, Sacramento Kings won an NBA game on the road. No fan probably fans probably thought, hey, great, you know we want we won a road game. Well, so this is this is 11,20 1990. So we'll fast forward to 319 1991. King set a, a rec- an NBA record of 29 consecutive road losses. So we're right now we're November to March of 29 consecutive road losses. Hey, now it's April 15th, 1991. King set another record. <laughs> 35th consecutive road loss. So they beat the record of 28 and then continue to beat the record uh, down to the 35th consecutive road loss. So that was the last game of the year. So from 11 20, 1990, they did not, you know, they won that road game. And then the rest of that season, ending in April 15th, 1991, they consecutively lost 35 road games. Okay. Now we're going to start the next season. Hey, Do we have to. Maybe we're going to, you know, maybe we'll turn it around at the beginning. October, no win, no uh, road wins. Start of November, no road wins. Mid-November, no road wins. Now we get to 11-23-1991. Over a full year has passed since the Kings have won a road game. They finally broke that streak. 1123, 1991, after 43 consecutive road losses. Remember, it can get bad.
0: <laughs> Never get that.
1: But it's not that. Bad.
0: <laughs> so, A year and three for me, days.
1: When people say, How, oh my God, how can you do this for the last 15 years? How can you still stay positive? Well, I just remember little six year old Jillian, you know, um, not quite comprehending why their team isn't winning, but not even realizing yet that it's been 43. Uh, Road losses and you know it just being whatever. So just know that for older fans, like it's 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 been like we this haven't for, felt it. for yeah. a long time. Yeah, we haven't so felt that pain. Just the Kings have set plenty of bad records, and unfortunately, they also had a full season of yeah straight no winning.
0: If <laughs> you look up. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, it is hilarious, Joe, because if you look up like on this state in King's history, and you can do it for any team, yeah. of course, the first couple yes. that you can choose from are all horrible. They're all horrible. Yeah. And it's the late 80s, early 90s. Like you were touching on the four yeah. point game was 1987, February against, the Lakers. against yeah. the Lakers, the fewest ever in a 24 shot clock era, 24 second shot clock era, which started in 54. Yeah. And then because I didn't know we're going to we can go back a couple days. days, um, November 8th. So last week. Or, yeah. I don't even know what date is. Uh, last week, uh, Arco Arena opened 11 eight, yep. 98 or 88, excuse me. Uh, and they lose 97 to 75. They get destroyed by this, seat. yeah. It's super, solid. I know
1: we, I know we kind of went a couple days, but I had like, I had to no throw I get that it. One out there just I saw we're that, in that too. Time but frame. It's not and the date. so, um, and I know, and a lot of people I know that there are people that haven't looked that stuff up, so they would not know that. I mean, that actually. For anyone that doesn't, you know, go out and you don't like, really kind of look at that stuff. Yeah. Um,
0: word to the wise. You <laughs> have
1: no idea. <laughs>
0: Words to the wise. If you're looking up facts about the King's history, unless it's like not between great. like 99 and 2005, you, you, it's not good. It's just, just don't, bad. Yeah, yeah. Don't even don't even look at it because it will make you sad. Uh, 43 consecutive losses.
1: Yeah. So That's, just, yeah. <laughs> just keep that in mind.
0: Man. Rough, rough podcast for
1: you imagine King's
0: history, Jason Kidd, and John John. You imagine
1: if social media, all that stuff was around back then.
0: Woo. Oh, it would have been, yeah, there would have been a you know, a running count on some some Twitter page would have been invented just highlighting each King's loss road loss. Uh, and yeah. I would have followed it, I, I think I would have, I mean, it.
1: yeah, and there's a reason why I would have created you know, it. when, when that, that playoff series against Seattle happened, you know, in the mid 90s, and people still are like, man, like. Kings fans stood up, like just you know, teams are warming up, you know, uh, you know, yeah. just basic warming up, and Kings fans are on their feet, like yelling and got crazy because, like, they couldn't believe was, it. Like yeah. that was our what's happening. Experience. Like, I mean, it you know, it took be like, me. over you know ten. Like, it took ten years to get there, you know, and then it was there shortly, and then went away, and then came back for you know a stretch, but it's like it's been when you really think that this town has only seen eight seasons of 500 basketball, like that's horrific. Yeah. It's <laughs> we are very horrific. familiar with bad basketball.
0: <laughs> I, uh, that'll be me though. As you, as you mentioned it, when the Kings make a back to the playoffs. just like, I don't, it's like, I won't know what to no. do. Standing, Everyone's taking clapping. a holiday
1: and yeah. I mean, and I'll going make out. Sure I'm yeah. not
0: dreaming. Uh, cause I'll just instinctively think I this, I've dreamt this all, uh, yeah, man. I, I didn't know we needed to go back and re- actually you know what? I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it like that. That reminder. makes me yeah, exactly. You know, it, you know, you learn from the past and uh like
1: I know I yeah, it's that four game losing
0: streak was tough. Those nine game losing streaks were tough. They weren't 40 <laughs> game losing <laughs> streaks. <laughs> They're so, still
1: bad, but
0: <laughs> somehow though Luke Walton would have stayed that. as the head coach yeah. if they lost 43 consecutive games. I don't know how. I just a part of me yeah. thinks that they would have just kept them on board because the players. So,
1: yeah. Like so for anyone, so for the younger ones that that wonder how we do it, that's
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: that's why and how <laughs> that's battle tested,
0: <laughs> uh, But the younger Kings fans also have been pretty well battle tested. Oh, they've in never seen time.
1: anything else. Yeah, they've in my time seen, following, mean, there are some that have never seen
0: me, anything. Jill, yeah, me. I will raise my hand. I have I mean, no idea. I know,
1: yeah, you're you're the same age as um you know my oldest nephew. Right. He's a year younger than you. Um and I took him when he was little to, to like these playoffs games, but he doesn't remember. Of course not. Like he has no idea. Yeah. But, and I'm like, I wish you could remember being there cause you were so excited and loved it. But like you did it like, yeah. and little did we know that would be your only and last. Yeah. And it sucks that you can't remember it.
0: <laughs> it just sucks being a King fan, but we hang tough and we do it. And, uh, moving we'll move on it makes the
1: it makes it that much sweeter when it It happens and and that's why when we talk about those glory years like it was so much fun and it was fun to watch but it made it that much sweeter because i mean you hold on to it right
0: right and if you are ever having a tough time you can go on youtube and look up great show on on court (laughs) highlights i've done it many a time and it just makes you feel a lot better I do the same thing with the Raiders. When they piss me off, I go watch like their Super Bowl run year, which I was alive for that too. But it was the same thing. You know, I was like four. I have no comprehension. I have no recollection of it. Um, so tonight in Minnesota, Jill, the Timberwolves are terrible as well. They're four and nine. They've lost two straight. They're two and eight in their first. In their excuse me, in their last ten games, they only won two games.
1: I was going to say, and and in, in those they had what like a eight seven game streak during that. Something two. like that. And yeah. it was like they had one blowout win against the Lakers and then dropped right back.
0: The Lakers are a weird team.
1: And uh-huh. and they were up. I watched their last game against the Suns. It and, it they actually and they were up and they, I watched and they fell apart at the end. It was, it was a cane. So like it was, it was mental cane. mistakes. They were chucking. D'Angelo Russell was jogging threes at the end, like for no, and they were up for no reason. I've seen that before. Their own announcers were like, what are you doing? Like, I'm not sure why he's doing that, but Phoenix took advantage of. And that's the thing, right? Like when we talk about the mental mistakes, the things that will cost you with a good team and Phoenix took advantage of it. Um, And so Kings Hmm. need to, you know, come in and
0: beat off those mistakes that they're giving them. What's, what do you think the King, like the Kangs is for the wolves? You know, like what's their word? Is it, even know what you would do for the wolves wolves
1: i know was kind of, a, i was trying it,
0: to think of like is nice. it add an a and throw in a z is that just all you have to do yeah i want to know who invented the the kang's thing who who started that that trend that i just hate it anytime i see it i'm just like instinctively like mad yeah it's a trigger word <laughs> it's it a, a trigger, trigger word. word and it upsets you right away you under, know i
1: can understand for someone who's never had anything other like yeah, i've mostly seen that yeah yeah, everything's can. Yeah, I could understand it. Yeah,
0: um, but they're a weird team, Minnesota, uh, because they they don't score very much. They think they're twenty third in offensive ranking, um, but they're a pretty solid defensive team. They're they're top ten in steals, I believe they're number eight in steals or six, uh, and then they're they're very good with I blocks. Yes, yeah six. yeah, six in yeah, steals. Kings and I are twenty
1: four.
0: Yes, so, exactly. And this is
1: where the Kings' mental game needs to be. Oh yeah. They are right no, like the lazy passes cannot have where they just nope. stand there and not
0: Beverly that, not a, a like Kogi. staring
1: at it and are just like uh, we see those all the time and this is a team that will definitely take advantage of it.
0: And yeah. then they speaking of the size, they do have a lot of blocks a game um, with Russell and or excuse me with Towns and Reed and McDaniel's who's got a lot of bounce and hop. Uh, so and they're Vander,
1: yeah and Van, Vanderbilt I think they I, they made an adjustment similar to the Kings to their starting lineup and Vanderbilt has started the last two games so we'll see if they stick with that um today as well but that's so similar to walton making a change um chris finch did as well so something to
0: chris finch who, who could have been mind. the king's coach i remember the rumors this i'm sure you do that the big reason mm-hmm. they kept walton on board was the other coach that they really wanted that mcnair was, was wanting to yeah. bring in was chris finch who has not yet found any success with toronto or excuse me with the uh, timberwolves and i think it's a friday's game
1: no, and they, and they, they, they have talent drama now. man yeah. Yeah. Well, it yeah, the some, owner thing for the gentleman. Right? Um
0: and the owner, I guess. They switch owners.
1: Yeah. And um, you know, I think uh you're seeing how much Rubio, I mean, w- again another guy who um is kind of just underappreciated where every team he's gone to like yeah, they he don't was with the Wolsters, good he first, right? And they were young, yeah, they were You know, not great, obviously, but that he was one where he was drafted to kind of turn it around, and a lot like a lot of lottery picks, it doesn't it doesn't happen. You get sent off, and then you end up being perfectly fine everywhere else. Um, But yeah, he went to a good Jazz team, was able to learn there, um, went back to the Wolves, and I think he was a good kind of like veteran presence there when they had all their injuries. It's still they still weren't great, but you see now what he's doing to a you know a Cavs team with their injuries. And he's helping keeping them afloat. Um, they just don't. Too. They're kind of like the Kings. They just don't have someone yet um, that just has kind of taken control. Like or they put up bad. their numbers, right? They put up their numbers, but it doesn't really
0: translate. Hasn't
1: added up to anything. Sure. Um. So
0: tough start too, because yeah. that that's another organization very similar to the Kings. You know, their glory years were the same years as the Kings. Um, they've been pretty impoverished since they've been in the nba since they've been a team uh yeah and i think I, I mean, just the only the... team
1: left from when those guys took over i think he's the only remaining player now um yeah. well we talked about that, that roster the season. they've completely the playoff roster their last it. playoff roster um yeah and um when the new general manager took over like they Real completely songs? right they cleaned house and, uh, I've been watching some of their beat writers and they're saying, um, with, uh, Sasha, um, Sasha uh, and so, machine guy. yes, I know. I always just love to call him true machine. Um, they're saying that they're not sure if the roster even fits what he's, his style of what he's looking for now. And that he's kind of been left uh. in this awkward position. So it's, it's, they're very much someone right now that is dealing with issues. And so anytime you could take advantage of, right um, of teams going through that stuff. And then again, if you want to make that leap, you need to beat the teams that you're going to have to stay ahead of, you know, for tiebreakers and just keeping yourself above them record wise. These are the games, like, you know, as we always say, especially in the West, like these are the teams you need to, to beat and take care of business. Cause they're, they are the teams, you know, that's what, if you make that jump, they're going to be under you. So, ideally. um, yeah, because you know, they're trying to do the same thing. The Kings are right exactly. They They want to be in that same place. And so um, they they're looking too. at it the same way and they're looking at it the same way. This is a team we need to beat because we need them to be under us if we want to, you know, get in that eight to 10, you know, seven to 10 range. So don't overlook
0: them. Anthony Edwards can go off. He's a microwave. So is D'Angelo Russell, yeah. like they're microwaves. Those are the type of players yeah. they are. Uh, and then they have Pat Bev and they have uh, even can go, go
1: off. Yeah, really off with the his bench, outside shot because uh, so. he doesn't
0: start anymore, I don't think.
1: I don't, um, uh he hasn't been this year, no talented
0: team that's stuck in some struggles right now, uh, and stuff that's above their pay grade that they're having to deal with. Uh, stop me if you've heard that before, Jill, (laughs) uh, and then the Kings after this get to go home and they get to play four straight at home. They're the, I've said it, the NBA has been very consistent in these early going. It's four, 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 like four road games, four home games, four road games. So we're back to a four game home stand, starting with Toronto on Friday, um, that should be an entertaining game. At least I hope so. Because, like I said, I'll be at it. Uh, maybe gonna splurge and buy the new Sacktown Uni if I see one for sale at the arena, which I imagine they will be for sale now that they'll be debuting them on Friday. Do we have a key to the game, though, or keys? And how many you want to share for the Minnesota game first tonight? Um, don't turn over the ball.
1: <laughs> yeah, like be smart, right? Be Mm-mm. smart with the ball. Um, I would say keep, keep getting um, homes involved. Uh, they've yep. done a little bit better job the last two games. And right now <laughs> he leads the NBA in true shooting percentage.
0: That's like and if you
1: look at his shot chart, it's where he had one, two, three, four, five, six spots that he shoots from and they're all green. So like, but I think a lot of like, we've seen it in games where this team kind of has a problem when they don't involve him, because again, it leads to. Hacking, right like yeah. everyone just needs to 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 do their job and um
0: this yeah. would be a good game for damian jones by the way as i'm thinking about who they're gonna have to face down low uh-huh. the game for damian it, jones if they want to give him some run
1: and if they're i mean and realistically and with Davis some of this length, you might be in foul trouble too like you're True. you're probably Holmes gonna probably meet, will yeah like you're probably gonna end up meeting everybody um hopefully not but you might yeah. um
0: plan accordingly
1: but come out, set the tone. Like don't, my big thing, don't let them set the tone because then you're going to give them confidence. And that's the last thing you want to do to this team right now that is having trouble, you know, like you, um, like we did. Right. Because that's the thing is we, we blew out Detroit, but we blew them out in the first quarter. We only outscored them by three points for the rest of the game. So, I mean, it was outside the first quarter, it was a close game. So again, like as much as we were like, Hey, it was a blowout, like similar to what teams have done to the Kings, right. Where we got, um, and some of our losses where we've been completely blown out in the first quarter, and then we're never able to catch up the rest of the game, but they didn't blow us out for the rest of the game. It was just that initial. So come out, do that, do that to them. Like, you know what I mean? Um, make, make your presence felt, Um, be physical because they're, they're going to be physical, especially, and you know, Pat Bev, like, um, so yeah, just smart with the ball, keep involving Holmes, Um, and hopefully he, you know, he doesn't get in foul trouble. Um, and I, you know, uh, I want to see the assist that happened last game, uh, between there, you had Fox Halliburton and Mitchell all with over five assists each. Um, it's Beverly, by
0: the way, in this game, at some point that could happen. Just because they're yeah. both be running back up point.
1: That could be, that could be, that's that could be fun. That'll be fun. Uh, but yeah, so I'd move the ball, move the ball. Mm-hmm. Um, I thought that was huge that uh, that's something that, you know, they were really lacking was, um, you know, the assist percentage. And uh, the three of them actually all having good assist game. And I know a lot of that's based on guys making their shots, but um, if you can put yourself in good situations and, and get yeah. that, then.
0: Again, I, I hate you know. saying it. Because they haven't earned it, but it's a winnable game on the road. A team don't though, that, yourself, right?
1: that don't yeah, beat yourself, right? Don't beat yourself. We'll
0: beat you if you beat yourself. And they're good defensively. They have high volume scores. Uh, I expect this to be a close game. I, I figured if they beat Detroit, which I didn't want to say it, but I figured they would. I figured they would beat them by a good amount, which is what happened.
1: Mm-hmm. If
0: they win this game against Minnesota, I don't expect it to be by a lot. Yo, I expect it to be a close
1: game. Well, and that's my thing is like, we thought there might be people is I don't want them to have like some inflated, which we've seen in the past when they come out and blow out a team, like you blew out a team for one quarter, but then you didn't blow them out for the rest. And I know that's unrealistic, like, but we've seen a pattern with this team when they actually come out, right. Charlotte come out and put on a good game that they all of a sudden show up kind of like lame duck the next game, like you know, it was just going to be handed to them. And that should never be never been. Um, the case in the NBA. So,
0: yep. And uh, the but again, thing is, we'll
1: keep saying, these are the kind of games that you need to win if you want to be there at the end.
0: Yeah, we will probably say it the whole year, honestly, even if they do start winning a lot of them. Every I game will, always, will be that game. Yeah, <laughs>
1: but it's true. Yep. <laughs>
0: um, the good news is if they do succeed and, and play well, talk about like potentially having to let down the next game. They at positive though, they don't play at noon on Friday yeah. or one o'clock. Yeah. They play at the normal well, seven o'clock yep. Friday time, And they've done well in that slot this year. That's when they destroyed Charlotte was at that time on Friday at home. So yeah. No and I games. know.
1: Yeah. And I know we said, obviously we wanted like the three and one for a road trip. Like that would have been a dream. Right. Yeah. Um, but again, in the NBA, anytime you can get a 500 road trip, like that, that's good. So yep. if you can, and they have a chance. I mean, if now, if you're coming back under five against this, like that's, that's rough.
0: Let's not even think about that. So, we won't even put that um, out. Retract that from the universe. 500
1: on the road. 500 on the road. Get that chair. back. Put it, uh, put it out there. Yeah. <laughs> uh,
0: put that out there. The previous statement, take it back. All right. Well, come back and join us on Friday, guys. We are going to have what should be, uh, no pressure on him, but it should be our funniest show, our funniest Friday show, uh, because he's a comedian. He's a stand-up comedian. He has a podcast. He's a writer. Um And he's very versatile as this man and a huge Sacramento Kings fan. I don't know if he's a Sacramento native. I I can't say that for certain, but he's been in Sacramento for a while. I think
1: he is. Yeah,
0: I think so. We'll we'll
1: double check, but I think we'll double check.
0: Uh, Johnny Taylor Jr. Will be joining us on Friday to talk Kings. Uh, I'm sure we'll recap the Minnesota game, talk about the Raptors, just pick his brain um, for how he feels about this team. He's always usually tweeting funny things about the Kings when he does mention the Kings. Uh, So come back and listen to that on Friday.